22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Hola. Yeah, that's just me confirming for the thousands of fans that I'm actually Latino. Because somebody asked me that the other day, like, so where are you? Are you like East German? What? What the fuck? Okay, whatever. <laughs> yes, he Welcome. is. Was it Ray Charles? Dude, <laughs> I don't know. I, they, I guess they were going based off of, of my speech. Yeah, they were like, okay, you don't sound Latin. I'm like, whatever. Welcome <laughs> to another English exclusive edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 174. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me, as always, is the man who probably knows multiple languages, but only the curse word. MFG Mike the Finance Guy. Med. Uh, one of us. One of us. Children of the corn? Nope. Um, wait a sec. It's on the tip of my tongue. Nah. That's hair. Nah. Oh, it is hair. Yeah, that's what I thought. Nope, it's Freaks from 1932. Famous movie. Freaks? Yeah. I don't wow. think I've ever seen that I, one. I, it's a good movie. 1932? That's right. way before I was born. Yeah, I had to come back. I came back 100 years later, so I'm not born yet. But in 12 more <laughs> wow. years, I will be born. I'll just, I'll just let Mike lie so much. But anyway, um, our other illustrious host is the man who probably knows multiple languages as well, but he only knows one-word answers. RT Square, Ralph the Tech. So the other day, while I was meticulously putting together a house of cards, and then I realized... The mistake in my futile pursuit of building this house of cards as a wind blew and everything fell to the floor. And the anger of all this time that I wasted just started bubbling up inside of me. And right as I was about to just scream and break a window, a thought occurred to me. <laughs> if you teleported 7 million light years away from Earth, and had a very tele- uh, powerful telescope, you could see the dinosaurs. Possibly. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Think about yeah. it. Think yeah, about I it. I swear, you, you smoke way too much, Rob. Think you about it, though. Way like, too much. So, because if you're 70 million light years away, that light is just reaching you. So you would be able to see into the past. Oh my god. Okay, see my, but mind bending stuff that you only think about when you're high. That's that's got to be it. The worst part though would be that you wouldn't be able to see us doing this podcast. That is true. <laughs> right? That is true. So it's 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 either, 70 million years to wait. Right. It's a, it's a choice of like do I do that or do I don't? I don't know. Hmm. But anyways, <laughs> on with the show. All right, all right. Well, speaking On with the show. Speaking of the show, let's talk about what we're going to be doing today. On today's show, we will finally get to discuss the show that obviously did very well in its first season, but made some, I don't say significant, but some different changes, you know, for this next season. Were these changes for the better? Um, In any case, let's get into talking about Amazon Prime's The Boys Season 2. But first... Mike has this thing about telling you, you know, things that you should know. He's like that know-it-all kid in the front of the class who always raises his hand. Or like that know-it-all person on a date you just want to tell, shut the fuck up. Or like that know-it-all relative that just, oh, wait, you got the point. Okay. Anyway, 
Here's Know It All Mike and his quickness. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Kat. Ralph, was it my imagination or was, was William Shatner delivering that intro? It was almost like I didn't know where that was coming next. Yeah. <laughs> all, all we needed. I'm doing the whole show like that. I'm doing the whole show. All we like needed that. was a captain's log. <laughs> well, he left that in the bathroom. Anyway. <laughs> all right. It's nothing personal, but Disney Plus rebrands its non MCU films as Marvel Legacy. Now, of course, this only pertains to the films produced outside of Marvel Studios that the House of Mouse has access to, such as the films it acquired from its deal with Fox. So if your title has an X in it and you're not doing anal porn, you might be a Marvel legacy. If your on-screen sister is of Mexican descent, but you lack more color than the Pillsbury Doughboy, you might be a Marvel legacy. Now, currently, <laughs> Disney Plus has only seven films li listed as Marvel Legacy on its streaming service. But once everyone stops laughing at the other failed franchises, others will be added. <laughs> I'll say this. That was Marvel's nice way of saying, and now these movies as we present Marvel, not us. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we hold no That's responsibility like to the crap you're about to watch. Exactly. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> 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 like that's a, like being in a house that's like being in a house with, with a family and they're like wait everybody here at Rivera's you guys are assholes like I'm Rivera Jones let's get that straight <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rivera hyphen Jones <laughs> Rivera Jones the great archaeologist <laughs> oh, I'm sorry the, the, uh, the cleaner to the great archaeologist I guess alright wow. <laughs> I, I wouldn't what be else, surprised what else you got Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a disclaimer and, and like an agreement you have to sign before you watch the movies. It's like, uh, <laughs> we're, we're not held responsible send, for your lack of taste. Please send all complaints to these people, not us. All right. <laughs> right. right. All right. What have you got, Mike? If you thought to quell your Pixar fix by seeing its latest animated features in theaters, guess again. Pixar's upcoming film, Soul, will be released on Disney Plus streaming service. The film was originally scheduled to be released on June 19th, but the pandemic closures reset that timetable. The animated uh, movie about a dead music teacher's soul desperate to return to its former life is now set for a December 25th debut on the small screen with no additional cost to Disney Plus subscribers. I'm assuming they learned from Mulan. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pretty much. Dude, all I'll say is this. That movie looks good, um, Soul. But really, December 25th, you want to depress me on Christmas Day? I'm yep, always depressed for a bunch of other shit. You're going to depress me some more? It's, it's going to be uplifting by the end. Yeah, it's supposed to be a feel-good movie. Yeah, but let's put it this way. Soul was up. Well, yeah. After the first, it, 10, minutes, after the right. first 10 minutes, I couldn't... Th that was bad. Yeah, you, you get depressed, and then and the then rest of the movie is uplifting. Yeah. No, but the rest of the movie... But It's like you fall so deep. By the time you carry yourself back up, you don't hit that high you were at before. The lower the low, the higher the highs, man. That's not that's not up. I disagree. <laughs> that, 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 you hit so far bottom after the first 10 minutes, you don't fucking care what happens to that little kid and that fucking dog. The spoilers. <laughs> the rest of us did, evidently. <laughs> well, well, you, well, you, I hope the, the, the wife came back like Jean Grey and the Phoenix, but I guess I was watching the wrong franchise. <laughs> what yeah. kind of sociopath are you? You don't care about know, a boy and his dog. I'm saying this. After all that buildup with building up for the wife and all that stuff. And when she died, 
I can't even talk about the movie without getting. Would you have just? Out. Would you have been just happier if you found out at the end that he murdered her or something? <laughs> and this and this would have dragged me through to the end. Not it giving me the first ten minutes of this damn movie, and I'm like, I gotta try to feel happy and wipe these tears out of my eyes for the next forty five minutes. Fuck no, that shit. it's supposed well, to make you did. feel happy as you go. You see that this grouch whose heart was ripped you know out of his you, chest, you know, then I'm grows. Just, once more, not only does it grow again, it beats harder. I'm well. He's not the Grinch. I'm glad that, yeah, that, that isn't that, he though. I'm glad the audio got frozen for a little bit. I can't take the bullshit. Uh, no, go whatever. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. What else? All go right. Ahead. Last but not least, get the jet skis ready and release the sharks. We've got some jumping to do. Ooh. If you are a fan of Fear the Walking Dead and you've wondered why Morgan has red eyes in the season six advertisement. You might be, no, you should be disappointed with the upcoming answer. After being shot and left for dead while Walker surrounded him in the season finale of season five, Morgan is rescued and receives poor medical treatment, which leaves him with a sort of superpower. Morgan now emits the scent of death and Walker's no longer notice his presence. I wish I had more to offer, but this is all I can do to stop from laughing and crying. Wow. So he's immune to, to zombies. Well, he's immune to being noticed by the walkers. He can't be detected by them. He's immune to zombies. Well, no, immune to them would mean that he can't no, be killed no. by them in some kind of way or can't be affected. He's it's probably a, slowly dying. What I'm hearing is that he's immune it's, to zombies. Well, that's because your ears have big around. potatoes in it. <laughs> right. Sure. How'd you know that's where I keep I my think potatoes? your brain is a potato. Fuck that. I've yeah. seen your head. Oh, Idaho. It's an and, Idaho your deta- and your detachable nose, ears, and eyes. Wow. That's how I get changed in the morning. <laughs> I literally Mr. get changed. Mr. Techie Head, now in stores. Um, <laughs> wow, they, they went there with Morgan to... Wow. I mean, yeah. I'll say this. People talk, I'll say this. People have talked about Fear of the Walking Dead improving after season one. Season one, we watched and it was hard. Season two, I couldn't even watch it. They said season two got better and it picked up from there. But it's just sad to hear that they really like did that with Morgan. A super... Fuck out of here. No, they're not that's calling it that, but that's basically what it is. But I mean, at the same time, I think, I think he is dying is probably what it is. It's just that somehow, somehow, he's just slowly dying. He's like, he's like, kind of like the show. You, you <laughs> know, yeah. He's, he's Schrodinger's cat. He's a dead, I guess, so. and he's alive at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's all the quick news? Yep. All right. Uh, Ralphie Boy, any quick news? Um, I had something. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Where did I put it? Did it escape from the lock? Uh, from the lock in the cellar? No, his dog ate it. Uh. <laughs> well, first it escaped, and then my dog ate it. Yeah, that's what happens to all the people he keeps in the cellar. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, he should feed that, the dog more often. I, that dog really is small. So that's, it's yeah. kind of like the, like the dogs from from Blade trilogy. I really should. Um, Nobody should ever be referencing that movie for any reason. I had to. It was such a horrible reference. The fucking. What were you gonna say, Ralph? I honestly—well, that quick news idea is pretty much gone. What you got there, Cat? Yeah, now I've got nothing. I've got—I've got a segue to move on to the next part. You have a segue? Ralph. Do you Ralph. do you like do you write it everywhere? You you should always keep it charged because if when it loses I'm power, you'll just tip group. over. I'm the dad of the group. Are you sure? Oh wait, that's right. You do have dad brain. <laughs> yeah, I do, but it hasn't struck in a while, so we'll see. Not, not on strike. podcast. 
God damn! Like, fucking get to my second. You don't have to call me God. It's okay. You <laughs> can call me Ralph. Two or three times. No, no. <laughs> no, but speaking of strike, now let's talk about the series that is trying to be like lightning striking twice with Amazon, Amazon Prime, not Amazon, because people think they can buy it all of a sudden. Amazon Prime. Ralph, just to let you know, he didn't charge that segue. He did not. No, no. I didn't. No. No, because no. no, you <laughs> fucked me up. You two fucked me up with, with the segue. Microsoft, they give me a segue once in a while. What I have my own? You guys won't keep talking. But all right, here we go. Amazon, Amazon Prime's Bo- The Boys Season 2. And with the synopsis is a guy who likes fucking segues up. <laughs> MFG Mike, the finance guy. There we go. Thank you. Ooh, back to me. The Boys <laughs> is a web television series from Sony Pictures Television and Amazon Studios. The TV series was developed by Eric Kripke of Supernatural fame for Amazon and is based off of the comic book series of the same name by uh, Garth Ennis and Derek Robinson under the DC Comics imprint Wildstorm for issues 1 through 6 and Dynamite Entertainment for issues 7 through 72. The publication ran from October 2006 to November of 2012. As in the comics, the boys' TV series centers around a group of violent vigilantes as they attempt to take down and expose the large superhero population that lives on greed, hedonism, and psychopathy. The series has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 97% for season two, uh, with a 79% of audience, and a Metacritic score of 80 out of 100, with 63 out of 100 for the audience. Well, 63 out of 100 for Metacritic. Yes, for the audience. Interesting, interesting. interesting. Okay. Uh, Which is actually down. It was 84 out of 100 for season one, so that's just interesting. Everything else is up for both sides. All right. We'll examine that, yeah. All right, for a synopsis. It's the second season, so expect twice the drama and twice the depravity. From your 70-year-old auntie to a nine-year-old product of rape, everybody's saying cunt, so why shouldn't I? (laughs) <laughs> the boys minus Butcher are hiding from Homelander, the psychotic leader of the world's greatest superhero team, the Seven. Only the Seven is down a member until an outspoken racist new hero with a Karen haircut joins the team. Maybe it's something in the air or shades of history from someone who's always on Twitter, but 2020 is definitely the year of the Nazi as the bad guy trope. Not that that's a bad thing. So cozy, right. up, so cozy up inside your favorite whale cut off some regenerating genitalia and goose step your way through eight episodes of head popping entertainment. The boys are back in town. Yes, sir. All right. Starring Carl Urban as Billy Butcher, Jack Quaid as Hugh, uh, Anthony Starr as Homelander, Aaron Moriarty as Starlight, Dominique uh, McElliott as Queen Maid, uh, Jesse T. Usher as A-Train, Laz Alonzo as Mother's Milk, Chase Crawford as The Deep. Tom, I'm sorry, Tomara Copon as Frenchie, Karen Fukuhara as Kimiko, Nathan Mitchell as Black Noir, Giancarlo Esposito as Stan Edgar, and Aya Cash as Clara Risinger, Liberty, a.k.a. Stormfront. All right, so let's get into it. The Boys Season 2. But before we do that, let's make sure that we press that button that we paid so much money for, cunt. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. I'm just worried about people who were upset that I said cunt, but okay. <laughs> that, that spoiler warning was brought to you by somebody who probably said cunt. Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Stush. 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 <laughs> all right all right all right let's start talking about this this was quite the series the boy we waited for it eagerly 
I mean, especially in a pandemic where we started running running out of series to Not watch. Me. <laughs> I got series still to watch. Nah, nah. I, I, I'm talking about good series. Like, you know, like things you're like, okay, I'm excited for. Something like, okay, I'm experimenting or I heard this is good. You know what you were getting with the boys. You know you were getting, you know, you were hoping you would get quality. Let me ask you this. This year, for this season, um, Amazon went with the format of what did they do? Every, the, the, um, the first day, they gave you two episodes. And then every Friday, they gave three you three episodes. Sorry, yes. First three episodes on the fir- on opening day. And then every Friday, they gave you an, another new episode. Correct. How did you feel about this delivery style? It's a little bit different than some of the other ones. Usually, they give it to you all at once. Sometimes, you know, but I've never seen the, we're going to give you three and then give you a new one every week. How did you feel about that? I'm pretty sure they were using it as a promotional tool to try to get people uh, to buy into Amazon Prime. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's probably why I was doing it. Honestly, well, how did you feel about it? It didn't really mean much to me because I waited until all the episodes were out anyway. Mm-mm. Ah, <laughs> patience! I've taught you something, young Padawan. Please, I could I could write the freaking course in patience and teach it to <laughs> both of you guys, and you still won't learn shit. I don't know about that. Mike's got you. Mike's got you. <laughs> no one has patience. more patience than me. <laughs> yeah, Listen, annoyingly, you he's know, got much more patience. You know the Buddha taught that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so you were okay with the format. You were okay with it because you it didn't matter. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I just I just waited. Okay. Yeah. I I didn't expect that from Ralph. I thought maybe Ralph would be a little bit more upset. Mike, how did you feel about it? I mean, again, yeah, it didn't bother me at all. Um uh, the first 3, like I said, were really enjoyable. Uh waiting for the rest were good. I I almost tuned in to watch one while you know, before all 8 came out, but I was like, "Yeah, I can just really wait." And then I just watched it over I think 2 days uh the remaining uh 5. Um, but also, okay. I think that the as much as I really did enjoy the first three, if you think of them as if they had made those every week, I don't think all three of those episodes on their own were very good episodes to lure in new people. Again, not saying they weren't enjoyable, but if you thought of like trying to lure someone in with watching episode one, it would be a hard sell. So I think it worked with also it worked to their favor putting all three of them together. Okay. Um let, I, I, let me add my, my, my two cents before I ask the next question. Um, as somebody who's probably a little bit more impatient than you two, I like the format because I was tired of the binge, the, the, the binge cycle, you know, continuing. Like, I felt like this generation was being all about, hey, get it all at once, watch it all at once, and you're done. Not saying people can't do that, but when things first come out, I like the idea of, you know, giving it a little bit of, you know, of space in between every episode. Let every episode breathe. Give them a week. Let people talk about it. I like that. And it's, the fact that they gave three, huh? Yeah. No, I'm saying it's it's uh, it's you know it's digesting. It's letting it. It's just like you do with food. It's letting the taste buds you know replenish and get and, and get new again because it's it, it gets old after a while. Like I've said to people before, depending on even if the show is good, sometimes like watching it all or like watching if it's let's say if it's got like 20 episodes or something like that, it feels like work. Somewhere around the fourth episode, especially mm-hmm. if it's an hour-long program. If it's an hour-long program, that's, again, for me, it just feels like work. Because also, that's half a day of work, literally, <laughs> you know, at four hours. So it, it's a bit too much. So I'm good with the weekly, uh, you know, give me a few and then weekly, I'm great. Well, yeah, I, 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 one more thing before I, I'm sorry, Rob, go ahead. Well, even if they release it all at once, there's nothing that says you have to watch it all at once. Exactly. And that's what I never understand either with people. I'm like, I, like, like I'm watching Utopia, loving it. But I mean, it's a show that I, I watch one. I think the most I've ever watched is two episodes at once. Yeah. But like that show, it, you need to sit and digest it for a little while. So, like, one episode at a time is really nice. 
I'll say this. I didn't get binging until this goes back to early, meanwhile, 22 days. When we did Flash Season 2, no, Arrow Season 2, excuse me, I remember I can see why people binge now because you get to a part where you're watching it, oh, I want to know more. And that was, I remember what I loved about Arrow Season 2. I felt like Season 1, I, I didn't have that excitement for. Season 2, I, like at the end, you're like, oh, man, I got to wait. No, I don't have to wait. It's a, it feeds that addictive part of you. Right. That you're like, I get to satisfy. Even if it's not that great and you guys are all right, I think you have to digest information week to week to also deal with analysis and breaking things down. But that's another right. story. I just but also don't forget, you binge watched Apple Season 2. I mean, uh, Arrow Season 2. Everyone that watched it didn't. It was a weekly show. So Right. That's true, too. Um, but now people can still binge it now anyway. You know, right. They haven't seen it. What's what's um, happening? I'm just to to pop off the subject for a moment. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of what's happening, and it's not good uh, in for the comic book world. Is that so many people now aren't buying issue by issue? They're waiting for the trade paperback to come out. Yeah, I hear a lot of that. I yeah, hear that's, a lot and that's that a big problem. Like. It's a really big problem. Yeah. Um, and one more thing about the format before we go into the show itself, without giving away the ending, Ralph. Um, <laughs> what looking at me for? The last few always... episodes, I didn't spoil shit. Mm-hmm. We'll see. There's two things you do that that, 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 that that always come up in an episode. Spoiling something before we even get to the topic, and Rob explains it all in a place where we're like, what? Yeah. Well, that reminds me. What? Ralph explains it all. You're welcome. Yeah. I fucking See, into that one. I don't really, you know. Yeah, you did. That formula doesn't really make sense, you know, because, you know, spoiling hasn't been going on in, in like every episode. And some of the stuff we talked about, is it really spoiling if it's been out for so long? Honestly, come on. And then Ralph explains it all. It's just a classic. It, it just has to happen, you know? So this has been... Ralph explains it all. You're welcome. It's a classic, all right? A classic eagle stroke. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> How'd you know my second name? Whoa. Okay. First God and Jesus Christ. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Okay. <laughs> so, um... Like I said, without spoiling anything before we get to it, do you feel like eight episodes for this series was enough? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Any, anything right. more, it would have delved into, I don't need to know anything more. Yeah. Okay. Though, Rough. though the ending did feel a little bit rushed towards the end, but it does feel okay. like these eight were was enough. Okay. Well, I think that's because of episode seven. I think that one felt a little bit more fillerish. Maybe the seven or six, but I think it was seven. Felt a little bit more fillerish, and that one I think if they had paced it better, and probably could have brought some of the elements of episode eight in, eight wouldn't have felt so rushed. Okay, um, I'm not gonna do because um, I usually have two ways of going about reviews. I either go um, kind of chronologically how things happen, and then I also do what did you like, what did, what you didn't like. I'm definitely gonna not do chronologically per se. Because, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot to cover. And these are eight episodes. This was dense. I don't know if you guys felt that way. Like, when writing your review or writing things you felt, there was a lot of shit going on in this in this season. Yeah. Um, oh, so, but, let me, but let me start this way. I, I said I wasn't going to start chronologically, but I wanted to start at this point. You, you're left off at the end of season one with Huey and the, and the rest of the boys on the run. And you had Homelander, who basically showed Butcher what happened to his so-called deceased wife and realizing that she was raising Homelander's kid. A product of rape. Right, product of rape. Um, When they picked up season two in the first episode, did you like where they picked it up from? 
Um, for me, I'd say, yeah, I mean, it was fine. I mean, it was fine that we did not pick it up from exactly where we left off with Butcher because what was my complaint about the end of season one? Is how are you going to explain in anything that actually feels real about the fact that Butcher has to live because he's, he's a prominent member of the show, but yet you've got to, he's, you're dealing with someone that's just psychotic and really couldn't care what you would say and would probably kill Butcher anyhow. So how are you going to right. make that work out? And since the team, that's what I didn't understand with the team. They, it, it, the episode one, it felt like they didn't know anything about Butcher. And then you kind of got the idea that, no, they knew he was alive. He just wasn't responding. So I was very confused, actually. And then by episode three, because it's at the end of two, he pops back in, I think, to the series or around the end-ish of two. Um, I realized I really didn't miss him <laughs> very much. <laughs> you know, like, I, in all honesty, um, that I, and I'll get to his character uh, later on, but I, I didn't miss him very much in the beginning. But um, I also wasn't, I, I swallowed the reason of why they, he wasn't murdered by Homelander, but it was pretty lame. And then when you realize the same thought is how our show ends for the second season. It's really not good, in okay. my opinion. That part's not okay. Good. Ralph, how'd you feel about the way we we were introduced back into the into the boys' universe in season two? Um, well, I thought that for the most part it was pretty good because it answered that question of okay, so then how is is uh, Butcher gonna survive? So we we got that answer. Granted, um we don't get that answer until like later on where right. it's this, I think it's, it's not until like episode five or six or around no, that's too late. Wasn't it like, it like three, it was three, 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 three or four. So yeah. like we don't really get that answer until later on, but we, we get an answer. Um, and we see that, uh, that Huey and, and mother's milk and, uh, and Frenchie and even the female that they're fine, but they're sort of like living, you know, like like uh recluses though i would say this one of the, the things i found very interesting is that so now they're all wanted right their, their picture is essentially playing on the news on a loop and yet they walk outside with like no sunglasses no coverings or anything well there where there's no cameras yeah okay yeah sure that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> that's the only answer. Because I mean, sometimes you'll hear them say things like, you know, be careful of the cameras that are out there. And I'm like, well, that's convenient. Only when it's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, like the the introduction with those first few episodes, I, I kind of enjoyed it. And, it, and it, you, it's kind of interesting to see because even though it doesn't really seem like it, but Huey has taken on a little bit more of a leadership role. And I'm so glad you said that because that was my next question. How did you? Because now that the what made the the intro to the series interesting was that, yeah, Butcher's gone, and Huey's taking a little bit more of a I'm not sure of a leadership role, obviously more assertive role. But I was just we, about to say, yeah, yeah. How do we how do we feel about this new this new ish Huey, where he's more assertive and a little more involved, and you know? Well, I mean, I what it is is that you notice, and because you notice right once Butcher comes back. Uh, and that's why I say I agree more with the way you phrase it. It's not that he's taking a leadership role because that was evidently, and even uh, that's evidently Mother's Milk and even Butcher says, you know, you're going to be, the, you're the leader if I'm not around kind of a thing. Um, it's what you notice right away is it's whenever Butcher's not around, Huey feels comfortable to say something and he gets at least more listened to. It's whenever Butcher is around 
that not only does he think twice about what he says, but it usually comes out backwards or he doesn't have confidence in it. And then Butcher also usually shoots him down. Right. You know, so like that. So you're noticing that. I mean, not that that was a big (laughs) blind spot to begin with, but you notice that dynamic more because Huey, like you said, felt a little bit more assertive, a little bit more normal. But then once Butcher comes back, it's like once again, he was falling back into that same pattern of, you know, I don't know or, or I feel useless kind of a thing. Yeah, it wasn't actually until um, the episode where they're hunting the brother down that mm-hmm. you actually see um, Frenchie and, and Mother's Milk actually back Huey a little bit more than they did back uh, Butcher. Yeah, and I, what I liked about that was it was showing progress of time, meaning that they're saying, again, Huey's not looked at as the leader, but they're saying, like, you know what? We realize that this kid, as much as you shoot down almost everything he says when we listen to him we hear there's some logic behind it Mm. or there's some compassion behind it not everything is a you know fuck you all to the world you know which will bring me into butcher this year i was distinctly much more displeased with the writing of the character like yeah i mean really okay every if you think about it like everything about him was backstabbing his own team it was Mm. not including them it was it was it, but at the same time, and, it, and they did what I hated. No one called him out on it for real. I mean, like they, they brought it up a little bit. They didn't call him out on it. And then, like at the end, oh, we're behind you, hundred. But you know, we we die. It's like, yeah, this guy has dicked you around in every single turn. He's lied to you about almost every single thing, which puts your lives in jeopardy all the time, you know. And and constantly the I'll do it on my own, and then they always have to run back to save him from his stupid decision. <laughs> and it's like it was just getting a little bit old. I, I didn't feel like he was as much a leader as he was in season one, as much as he was kind of like a, he was, he was kind of like, like in the, in the, 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 the TV shows you watch, like a, like a family guy, something like where the main character causes the problem that he resolves. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's right. what it felt like for him. I kind of, I, I see what you're saying, but I also kind of understand um, why they wrote him that way. Cause they made him seem more like he's a man mm-hmm. on a mission where he's, his his sole right. mission in this whole season is to just try to get Rebecca back. That was his. Right. Like he right. he was driven to the point where he has blinders on to his own crew. He's not. Right. He's, but I mean, at the same yeah. but at the same time, a, a man with a mission, especially a guy that seems to be a tactician, is like a man with a mission. What would you have turned to to help you with your mission? Your crew. <laughs> Who's not necessarily. Well, no, but, well, no in this because, case, it would, is. because it's his crew that knows. I mean, let's put it. He's got nothing besides the crew. He he knows he yeah, can't but, do it alone. <laughs> yeah, know? but you know what's funny? Is I mean, let's put it this way. And we're talking about butcher. His and the reason why people in general, when your ego, you know, gets in the way, it blinds you. Yeah. So even though, and you're right, you're right, Mike. He would have gone to that, but he feels like, wow, this guy raped raped my wife, and I found out that you know now she has this kid, and I was there, I was right there. And she's alive. And now, and she's alive, and I'm gone. It blinded him, and so I agree with you, Mike. He was poor, not poorly written. I didn't like the way he was written, but I, I'm with Ralph also that I can understand it because they were trying to write him as he's so blind to his anger and to his hate, he's not doing a good job as a leader. Other people yeah. kind of right, but see, I would understand that. I would understand for a couple of episodes, but it carried through the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. That's what was too blinding. Like you're blind initially, and that's when he's disappeared for X amount of months, and that's why that's where we come into in episodes one, two, and three when he finally pops back around. But by this point, especially by the time you pop back around, it should be like, yeah, I was doing things blindly, da 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 da. But then I realized I needed you guys to help with so and so. In fact, maybe I should even tell you guys what's been going on so that you can formulate, you know, and that's what 
I'm like, you're formulating these other really weird plans to take down Vault and da 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 da. But it's like, and so you know you need your team for that. <laughs> but to get back your wife who's under the control of Vault, you don't think to use your team. And that's what I found very weird. And like I said, the way they had him written, I didn't like it. You know, at towards the beginning, he treats his team more like their tools, right? And, and, and even more towards the end. I mean, he and I mean, and that's fine. I mean, that's part of his character. But like this season, I just found him looking at them too much like tools for. I mean, except for Huey, for all these people he's worked around for years. I'm like, eh. it was just. Yeah, I just found him getting old. It was like a, It was like that. Pl- I, okay, it was like that Three's Company thing of like. It was like the Three's Company thing of. You know, we know it's a misunderstanding, but instead of someone just telling someone what the misunderstanding is, no, we just let the misunderstanding keep going for the whole 30 minutes. That's what it felt no, like. No, it's like, I, yeah, you know, just tell us what's and, going and, on, you know. And for the sake of moving on, we'll move on. The only thing I'll just add yeah. real quick is that I'll say that I agree. It does get old, but I think the way they wrote it made it understandable because he, you're right. He lost his shit. He had all those months to come back. Then he gets to get to Becca later on in the season, and she tells him, when I want to stay here and raise this kid, I'm sorry. If that brings all that trauma back, that brings all that stuff back, which he, he he treated them like tools because he was in a mentally fucked up place this entire season. He was not in a clear space this entire season, even at the end, which we'll get to later on. Um, okay, um, I would want to go with the team, but um, I don't know whether we should talk about Stormwatch first or should we talk about Starlight. Well, we can talk about Stormfront. Stormfront, sorry. <laughs> Stormwatch is the team. Stormfront is the person. Thank you. There you go. Stormwatch okay, is what so... we're doing right now to make sure we don't get yeah. flooded. <laughs> okay, so what do we think of um, Stormfront? Oh, uh, you, you just grew. I, I just hated her immediately, which was fantastic of the character. Um, and <laughs> really? Course, no, I mean, no, I mean, seriously. I mean, I, there was nothing redeeming about her. I mean, between the fact that they made sure that she had this continuous smug look about her um you know uh it, it was just wonderful like because you're like i don't know how it's going to work out but however you're going to get your downfall i can't wait to see it you know so i hated her but only because she did a good job of being obnoxious you know okay Ralphie. uh i'd have to agree with the long-winded gentleman there you could just say beautiful it works the beautifully long-winded <laughs> gentleman there. Um, it, yeah, she... This actress does a phenomenal job of making you hate her from the get-go. Because she comes out super obnoxious, thinking like she owns everything. Which, I guess, technically she kind of does. But, like, just phenomenal. Well, the, well, when she comes out as super obnoxious, then you find out she's super racist. And yeah. then she's got the nerve to be a Nazi! Yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, damn! <laughs> but the cool part is, um, Aya Cash, she's actually Jewish. Uh, so, oh, yeah. so, yeah, so she said, like, you know, so it was weird for her playing the part, but she said that uh, beyond, because this, this part also, and I mentioned it, I think, I don't know if I mentioned it on last episode, and I don't know why I would have, but the character of Stormfront uh, is actually a male in the comics. So oh. they changed the gender in the show. So she said that, like, changing the gender was the least problem that she had. But because of of the way she portrayed the character, she said she's gotten lots of hate mail um, about being a white supremacist, even though it's just a character. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, she she said, I think she said she got, like, hate mail and even some death threats. Oh, you said people are fucking stupid. Yeah. (laughs) But it's nice that they're against her. (laughs) It's almost like, I don't want to say this, it's almost like wrestling when certain people play certain roles. And it's like, you know that it's, it's, it's scripted. 
but people still react that viscerally, that means you're doing a job well. Okay, listen. You're doing, you know, listen. Really well. There's a big difference between wrestling. No, no, they're not. It's script. And, it's script. And, no, it's no, script and I, you know it's script. I understand that, but some people don't realize that it's scripted because they think it's yeah. real. And oh, then, well, then you got a movie or TV show, which is obviously not reality. To think that's that true. If you oh, rate, well, no, the actress, no, the actress does have plasma lightning abilities. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, they address the letters to Stormfront. It's <laughs> a good Dear question, Stormfront, actually. You cunt. Dear Stormfront, really you cunt. <laughs> when we get her on the show, we're asking her that. Did they? Call you by your name? Do they call you by Stormfront? Just all, all those Steph parts. Did they say we're gonna kill you, Stormfront? All, all I know is that as an actress, her next role better be like as like the nicest girl next door. <laughs> you know, she's actually she's probably, she's probably like I demand to be like the nicest person in the world in she's my gonna, next role. <laughs> she's gonna play uh, Anne Frank in the biopic. Damn. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna yeah, she's gonna, she gonna blow herself up with lightning. <laughs> oh. fuck. <laughs> She's not a jihad Jew. Relax. <laughs> Damn, we just went really bad with that thing. We're going for it this one, guys. We're like, the boys is offensive. Hold our beer. <laughs> or Mike Seltzer. Fuck it. No, but I mean, I really didn't like her because I didn't know how they were going to like. Because again, I, I, I didn't read a lot into the boys series because of it just gets old really fast. Um, but I knew that Stormfront was a Nazi and I knew it was a male initially. Um, the interesting part, though, was I wanted to see. I, I didn't know if this was going to be a turnaround real fast this one season, or if it was going to be a drag it out into the next season. So that, so like the way they introduced her, you, you know, even though I knew about the character, but I didn't know how they were going to play it. So I was like, okay, she was kind of cool though with her, like you know, just be real, fuck this shit, you know, da 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 da. But at the same time, it didn't make sense with what she's been doing because I'm like, well, if if Mr. Edgar's is the one that hired you into the team, but yet you seem so anti-Vault. What's up with that? Right. <laughs> you know? And it's still weird. It's still weird. Like, I still don't understand how that was supposed to be working. I mean, I don't know if it was that they were supposed to make it so divisive that eventually people demanded Compound V to be readily available. I don't know how that was going to work because it's like she was fighting against them even though she was fighting for them. I didn't get it. Right. So I, I kind of cracked the formula that she was playing with so she started out by first making just the people angry you make them angry and they start following you then eventually you can shift the focus onto something else not necessarily the same thing that you started with so they're still angry you just keep you just direct all that anger somewhere else now I That's can't imagine I, how that would work. If this was only 2016, I could probably wow. figure out how that works. But let's go on. Well, well let's go on because Ralph mentioned formula. Speaking of formula, let's talk about Homelander, that mug-guzzling fucking psycho, <laughs> which became a meme instantly when that scene was like, when that scene came out, I'm like, wow, people are like using this meme real easy, though. Um, was, was Homelander creepier slash more dangerous this season rather than last season oh the cracks are coming out oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy i mean he he definitely is becoming he he has he had his share of violence it's more behind the scenes violence because you know he still tries to control himself out in public but he's cracking like when when he was making an announcement in front of those people trying to be like hey people die get over it we're your heroes kind of a thing when i mean granted you knew right away it was just his thought but when he eye blasted through that crowd of protesters you're like 
Yeah, he's he's pretty much one step away now. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting he's getting there fast. You know, he just needs someone to light that fuse. Um, yeah, he he was. I love the actor because that's my boy. For I I remember watching him back in the in the TV show Banshee, and he was great in that. Mm-hmm. But I never watched it, but I heard it was really good. Oh, it's it's really really good. But here, oh my fucking god, dude! Like Homelander is like two steps away from cracking, man. This dude was like, yeah, on the edge. The from from episode one to episode eight, he seemed like he was on absolutely edge the whole time. Yeah, and it's all of those things he did, like you know, like of course the drinking the milk and and and, and some of the thoughts he had. But let's fast forward a tad just to get to this one point. Even the point where he's trying to see if his son Ryan. Love that name. Such a great name, Ryan. Um, <laughs> Ryan is, you know, they're trying to see if he has powers. So he's on the roof of his house and he just pushes him. I would have thrown him into space. I know <laughs> you would. That's just me. <laughs> I thought about you. The minute I saw that, I was like, oh, Mike would have fucking done worse. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, well, no, that was, I, you know, I didn't know where they were going to go with it. I didn't know if they were going to have it that he had no powers at all. But, you know, I, um, luckily they didn't go that way. <laughs> I'll wait for you to say unfortunately <laughs> it, it seemed more like he had the powers he just didn't know how to use them right right well I mean the invulnerability of that is just natural it's not something yeah. to think about but uh, actually to, no, to me um, the craziest thing for me uh, wasn't well it ended up turning into a violent act eventually but it wasn't actually a violent act it was it was Elizabeth Shue the man um, like oh, when he, when, I mean, I mean, you knew it wasn't her, of like, but I mean, and, and I knew it was going to be a shapeshifter, but like the fact that like, when the shapeshifter doppelganger, as he's called, when doppelganger started to revert back to his male form and Homelanger got grossed out by the fact that he's laying in this guy's lap, kind of like a very homophobic kind of response, but right. then was comfortable to go right back as soon as he looked like Elizabeth Shue. It's like, okay, that's creepy, creepy. Cause it's not about the fact that there's a guy touching your face. That, that that's not the thing. It's the fact that that's how his brain is working. It's yeah. it's not the reality of the situation. It's the illusion of the situation. And you know, that's what that's what Homelander's thing. It's all about the illusion. Well, it's it's very much of what we're living with here now in this world of it's not the reality. It's my opinion. And so it's yes. his opinion wow. that Good this is yeah it's his, right, exactly it's his opinion that that's Elizabeth Shue. He knows yeah. the reality, but as long as he's not confronted with it, he, he can live in his little fantasy world. And I'm like, oh, that's just, dude, you are so far gone. And you knew that guy was going to die. You yeah. knew he wasn't oh, going to live very much longer. <laughs> you know the main reason why he picked his head up so quickly, right? What's that? Because the dude had a boner. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, um, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant when he picked the guy up. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he picked oh, yeah, his head probably. off the lap, it's like, you know, he, he, felt, <laughs> he felt something poking his ear. He's like, oh, yeah. no, nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I'm not. Nope. Nope. Not me. I'll 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 say. I mean, that was it, that scene alone was crazy. By the way, shout out to Elizabeth Shue. I'm. I wish she was back on the show because her her character was cool. But you know, also she looks great. Can't wait for her to be on Karate Kid. She'll be she's be on um, Cobra Kai season three, so I'm excited for that. But was yeah, she so playing? Was she playing a board to get kicked? Stop. <laughs> no, I, no, Stop. she's fantastic. I love I love love, love her. She's she's really good, and she does. She looks fantastic for you know, for someone that's been in the business this long and stuff like that. She looks yeah. great, um, and she did the, she did the part really well. You mm-hmm. know, she really played the part well. Um, I found I don't know with you guys. I found the least interesting story, even though there was stuff that moved the plot along. 
was the deep and a train. Yeah. Like they, I, mean, going there. yeah I mean, they, they moved the plot along because they had some necessary things, but like, yeah, they, their whole story was just like, it was, it was they were as B list as they actually are as the characters in the series. <laughs> their story was, mm-hmm. it was equally as B list, you know? Then let me flip that. Let me flip your question to a question, not a question, your statement to a question. You said A Train and the Deep are the two most B level heroes in the series. Which one do you have more sympathy for? Um, I have more sympathy for the Deep. He's just fucked up. I mean, he's he's got a lot of issues that that's you know a lot of it stems from his own abilities and stuff like that. The fact he's got the gills, you know. I mean, it's not excusing anything that he's done, but. Like he's just messed up, and he he needs to not be a superhero, and he just needs counseling. You know, A Train's just a he's an A level douche, is what A Train is. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so uh, like that that that's how I get with that guy. And and even after having that near death experience, he's more of a douche. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I I do sympathize with the deep just because not for what he's done. But because he's damaged because of his own self-image, yeah. you know, so he he definitely should just. It, it's hilarious how I'm pretty sure that was an ayahuasca trip that he went on. <laughs> so, Probably so. So like he he at least started working through his own stuff, and even though towards the end he he kind of um well I guess at the very end he kind of reverted back to his own self. Yeah, well, I wasn't happy about that either. Like, I'm like, I'm not saying that he had to be cured, quote unquote, of whatever is bothering. But like, like I'm like, so you've learned nothing, <laughs> you know? Um, I was gonna say that when it comes to um, the deep and A train, just I don't know. Like, I, I mean, they they definitely made the deep a little funnier. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's definitely the comic relief. I mean, because again, they're they're treating him like the Aquaman character. Of the Aquaman of old, so you know they're just making him the comic relief kind of a thing. I, I got a question. Yeah. I got a question. Go for it. Was this whole series sponsored by Fresca? Because what the fuck yes. is with the Fresca? <laughs> Would you yes. like the Fresca? <laughs> something tells me that something. Well, I don't know. Something tells me there's something with the Fresca, but yeah. And then uh, follow up question: What the fuck is Fresca? <laughs> it's a drink that nobody should be drinking. No, actually, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just. It was a drink that was back with Mike. Mike and I are close in age. <laughs> right. Um, You're 26? I doubt that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly what I say. Yeah, all right. No, but all jokes aside, Fresca, wasn't Fresca a, a soft drink in the 80s? You keep saying wasn't as if it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see it in my stores, therefore it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's such a Republican point of view. Um, yeah. I can almost not argue with that. <laughs> um, it's a, it was a, I think it was only a sugar-free diet soda that had like a lemony, limey, I think, or something like that, um, mm-hmm. or grapefruit. It was some weird flavor. So that just wasn't that, yeah. yeah, kind of like it was almost like yeah. an off, like 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 this. This sprite go bad, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but it still exists. Yeah. Uh, but again, yeah. <laughs> actually, I think one of our friends actually yeah. enjoys yeah. Fresca. Who? Ruben, shout out to Ruben. I think oh, it's shout out to Ruben. Yeah. I think for, I think it's Fresca that he drinks. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny, which explains volumes about how weird he is. Yeah, I said it, Ruben. If you heard me, hit me up. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Come at me. But uh, but yeah, Fresca was all over the place. But 
Yeah. Let me ask you this for the sake of time, because I mean we have a lot to cover, and, I, and obviously we can't cover everything. But what story do you feel was the least compelling? Frenchie's backstory, um, Kimiko and her brother, or Starlight's romance with Huey? Um, hmm. I guess. I mean, of the of the options you're giving us, then I would say for me it was. Um, uh, it would be Frenchie's backstory, just out of the options you've given us. Because Kimiko and her brother was okay. just, that was just heart-wrenching, I felt. It was just really, you know, it was just pain. You could see it all over her face. They actually did a good job, I think, of trying to relay, you know, her pain and stuff like that since she can't speak. Um, and, I mean, Huey, the, the love story they're having there, I mean, no matter who you are, who your sexual partners are, I think we've all had some kind of weird relationships that, you kind of, it's not working out for whatever reasons, this reasons, you, it's, whether it's love from afar or whatever. I mean, it was cute. I mean, it wasn't the most compelling, but then again, neither was Frenchie's story. So, but between those two, I would pick their love story over Frenchie's backstory. Okay. Ralphie? I would have to agree, but mine is more between um, Kimiko and, uh, and, uh, and Frenchie. Oh, the, wow. Okay. The Frenchie's is the, the less compelling one. Because it's 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 honestly just giving us information on on something that happened that they barely talked about in the first season, right? And then in this one, it was just more. It was just a way for us to to understand his animosity tw- uh, towards Lamplighter when mm-hmm. they actually show him in, in in I think it was like episode seven or uh, eight, six, yeah. six, 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 seven, seven, eight. Um, but which which oddly enough, I mean, not that that's this the kind of thing I dream about or whatever, but. Didn't you expect like more children dying than just like Mally, whatever her name is? You know, yeah. like I thought it was going to be like somehow like like not even an accident slash kind of I didn't care kind of an attitude. I thought it was going to be like some kind of like he was after someone and he just like torched through this playground or something like yeah. that. Like, you know, something really off the wall. Um, I mean, not that, again, two kids dying is anything to make light of, but I just thought it was going to be something massive. Well, it was just because it was. Their their bosses' kids. That's why, right? Yeah. And then which and, which one of the Ashmores was that? Do you know? I was just gonna uh, ask that. Oh shit! It's either Sean or Aaron. Hold on. Now I gotta think about that. <laughs> well, um, Mike's looking up that up for a second. Yeah, I have to um, look that up. Yeah. Um. Cause I already know what what Ralph's gonna say because it would be interesting if it, if that's an Ash the other Ashmore brother, the one who didn't play Bobby Drake in the X Men movies. If 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 he played a different character, like really. One brother's fire, one brother's ice. No, I think no, I think no, I think that is Iceman. I think it's okay. which everyone is, I think. If I remember correctly, I think that's the way they, they said it. So it's uh Sean Ashmore. Okay. And he's from the X Men movies, right. Yeah. Well even better. Show shows range. <laughs> but, well, well, but let's talk about Lamp for a second. He was a little odd. <laughs> yeah. I mean you expected like I you know, because you supposedly you know that he's in place of the Green Lantern character, so you assumed it was gonna be something either from within him or something, as opposed to this just, well, I need a fire to make fire. <laughs> it's know? like right. Pyro from the X-Men. Yeah. Right, exactly. I, I yeah. really like him. Like, like you're controlling flame, but yet you can burn. Yeah. That sucks. Um, <laughs> I got a question. Was that RuPaul? Who? At, so right before um, Huey sees the news about uh, Starlight being captured, mm-hmm. they're watching a porno. And then there's a guy on his on all fours. Was that RuPaul? No, no that was a white guy. Okay, it kind of looked like him. 
if you've ever seen RuPaul, no. No, 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 no. I know what he's talking about. There's a scene with with a black guy in as part of the porn. No, that was not RuPaul. It okay. Was just, it, wasn't. it was just some slender guy who was similar frame, but no. He looked a lot like him. I was like, RuPaul would not, I mean. I well, know, that's you know, that's why I was like, wait, that's he, not he would style. never RuPaul's do this. Yeah, so yeah. I just wanted to confirm. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. It was kind thank, of, thank you. Thank you, Ra- uh, racist tech, for thinking that all slender <laughs> black men look alike. Oh, you're welcome. You, for a moment, I thought it was you, but I'm like, no. Ah. No, Mike. Mike has too many high standards. They would have to pay him too much in order to be into that in that scene. <laughs> and they'd have to rename it MFG's The Boys. <laughs> Instead of MFG with The Boys. Oh my God. Exactly. See. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, right. No, no. I'm sorry, bro. What are you gonna say? No, no, no. Finish. Oh no. I, I, um. Was there any like big surprises or big moments that you're like? Oh shit! If you don't watch the boys, watch it for blank. Watch it for this particular moment. Stay for one. Stay for one head blowing up. (laughs) 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 Coming for one head blowing up. Stay for all the rest of them that blow. No, that's that that um that Batman v Superman scene was uh their their retake on Superman in court. Uh, It was it was just like whoa! I didn't know what was coming. (laughs) Then like it was just. Boom, 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 boom. You're like, what's going on? And of course, you know, we all, I'm, and I, I mean, because anyone that says that they knew it was the, the, the councilwoman or the, the congresswoman to be is just lying. Like, so, like, right off the bat, like, you think it's that crazy bald chick. That's who I thought country. it was, yes. But then yeah. you're like, like unless, because you know that she got picked up. Like, so you know she's around and alive, you know. Uh, so you're like, oh, it's got to be her. But then it's like, well, what's her purpose? Because she would have just started killing. Every everybody, yeah. Like, you know. yeah, versus versus being very targeted, right? Yeah, and it wouldn't just been the heads; it would just be in the whole body. Exploding. Yeah, she just would have pushed, like like I a remember. big blood bag. Um, I but yeah, I really liked that scene a lot. Yeah, um, oh my god! Oof. And then at the end, like I, you knew uh, the church guy; you knew he was going to be di- yeah. dead. So, <laughs> so the weird thing though is like when you rewatch the the courtroom scene, like her eyes don't change. The, well, we the didn't see her up that close that fast, you know. Well, and we, we don't know was, how quick it's really supposed to be happening. There's a scene. There's a scene. Where, well, uh, yeah, I guess. But like, if you look closely, like you see, she's looking at someone, and the head explodes, but you don't see her eyes change. So, so I was right. like, I was a little bit like, huh? Because then there are times where she's she's turned away from people, but then people's heads are still exploding. So then, it, well, no one, well, no one said it was a line of sight. It's just really right. weird. It's just really because then she's yeah. she's looking at the very end. At the very end, she's standing by the gate, looking at him through the window when the guy's head explodes. So it's like, again, we don't know how she works, you know. And also, you know how a lot of times you introduce things, then you're like, oh, we've got to correct how we're going to handle this now, you know. Yeah. And then, uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. I don't what know. were you going to say? Never mind. Never mind. I was going to bring out the other guy to explain something, but he, he's busy taking a drink. You don't have to drink the whole <laughs> bottle, man. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. that live drummer we had for that one show. <laughs> that guy was great. I'll tell you he that. Was great, and he only showed up once. Fuck that him. Guy was great. Uh, <laughs> um, how did we feel about how everything built up to the ending? Like you guys kind of hinted at what, what I think, Mike. You said that you felt seven was fluff, and eight, you know, was decent. And Ralph said you feel eight was rough, fluff, um, rushed. I feel yeah. Uh, I feel like. Eight towards the end was a little bit rushed. Yeah. I mean, a little bit. I mean, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't like... Uh, the Flash. 
or uh what's the guy or it wasn't like a uh what's the guy's name brian um who's the writer brian michael bendis yeah it's oh. not a, it's not like a brian michael bendis like 38 pages i mean 38 issues to shove all the things that you want to know in the last issue <laughs> yeah it wasn't that bad no, no, no. It wasn't by any means that bad. I, but, I mean, one thing that was out of the blue, I mean, and it, granted, even Homelander had to do a double-take look was when, um, uh, is when Stormfront is really, finally, truly digging into her white supremacist crap, talking to the boy to get him to use his, uh, his heat vision. Yep. And she's just like, you know, because you're here to make the race pure. Even Homelander was kind of like, whoa. Huh. <laughs> yeah, but like he wasn't—he wasn't exactly put off, but it was kind of like, huh? We haven't talked about that, <laughs> you know? Like, because I don't think Homelander is a racist. I just don't think he gives a shit about anything that lives, you know? And, right? Because he—he doesn't know that she's a Nazi. So in his head, in his head, he's hearing, "I think you're a Nazi." Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Because he still, because he still doesn't know about all the shit that's because she disappeared. Because mm-hmm. we saw him look at the phone and she's like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> she just took off, and it's like, "Oh yeah, that came out." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was. I mean, that that scene where you talking about, about her trying to talk to Ryan into into um, yeah. using his heat vision, that was like a pretty intense. That's well, and also, and also, what did you know from that scene? <laughs> that she's going to die from his heat vision. Yeah. Like there's just, there's no way that wasn't going to happen. Foreshadowing right there. Just picture someone you really hate, but I don't, I don't hate, hate anyone. Yeah. Oh, you will. I have to put a quarter in the swear jar. Every time I say, hate. I wonder how many quarters you have to put in the swear jar. If you let your mom die. There, I said it. Spoiler. Wow. <laughs> no, no, he didn't let her die. He stopped her from being killed by that woman, and in turn, that is what killed her. Yeah, because she ripped her throat out. Yeah. Well, we can't tell what happened. She well, just suddenly had no arms. <laughs> you know. Well, because all right. So my assumption, what happened was the force of his um, eye blast, right, uh, pushed Stormfront away, but in and also like ripped her arms off. But the force also, she was holding her tight enough that the force of uh, him her being pushed away ripped part of her throat out that's what what caused it seems it seems like that's what you would assume happened you know because it'd be weird if his heat vision somehow hit her and 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 it was more and because yeah because it was he's probably so inexperienced he didn't focus it so it was more of like a like a a flare with a larger range than like the pinpoint uh needles that his dad would use right that's what, which that's of course though, which of course assumption. doesn't explain why. Like I mean, if that that amount of heat vision that did that to her, considering what Homelander hit her directly hit on, yeah. barely did to her. It's like, well, really, that far should just be kind of gone. <laughs> and mom, mom should have been a cinder right from the beginning, you know. Yep. Um, but no, that that was good. But uh, I I definitely love the sisters doing it for themselves and. When those when the, those three women just started turning her around, I was just like, I am sitting in my room. My roommates probably thought I was crazy. I am just clapping and laughing. <laughs> and then when she went down and they are just kicking her, I'm mm-hmm. like, yes. I mean, it was just it was just this feel good because it's like you're a Nazi. Thank you. This is none of this like, oh, well, maybe. Nope, 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 nope. It's like this is what we do to Nazis. And then, you kick their asses, you, and you burn them at the end. And <laughs> then, then Frenchie says what was on my mind. Girls really get it done. 
And also what I really did like um, uh, in the scene too was, I mean, you got Queen Maeve who you know she actually does know how to fight. I mean, she does know that. Mm-hmm. And then you have Kimiko who's, she's just a brawler. She's just going to go at you. And then you had Starlight that's like, I got a few punch in, but I kept getting my ass yeah. <laughs> And I like that because, because, I mean, she has no reason to know how to fight. Well, she, <laughs> she know? does know how to fight though. She can fight. In comparison to the other two? In, in comparison to the other two? And, no. no. The other three. Other three. Because yeah, yeah. she was getting wailed on by Stormfront. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just like the fact she got a few good hits in, definitely. But it was just like, yeah, if it was a one-on-one fight, it would never have worked. But here's the thing I didn't understand about the fight, and I wish they had brought it up. Even if for some odd reason it wasn't even clicking, Maeve or some, well, Kimiko couldn't have said. I, I wanted Maeve to just be like, I mean, and literally insult her in doing it and be like, what the fuck, Storm? I mean, what the fu- uh, fuck, Starlight? You deal with electricity. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, like mm-hmm. that is the worst person that she would ever want to face, meaning Stormfront, yep. would be Starlight. She would literally absorb her power and then fr- just fry her ass. That's, you know? that's what I was expecting her to, like, when she got hit yeah. and then just shoot it right back. Yeah. I was expecting at first, like, her to be kicked around and then either realize on her own, you know, or something along that line. Um, or, like yeah. I said, Maeve just be like, you know, like literally condescending, be like, "What the fuck? You absorb electricity." <laughs> you know, you've made, in fact they made a point out of it. There's mm-hmm. no power on, so therefore I can't cauterize Huey's wounds. She absorbs electrical energy through the air. Yeah, and she's fighting someone that's shooting her with electricity. <laughs> you know, so I was like, I, I that I I call like blatant boulder dash on the writers on that one. I'm like, that makes no sense. You All know? right. Um, how do we feel about the end end? About like Ralph revealed already and that we talked about that the um the is the senator the senator? Uh well was, she's a congresswoman. Yeah. Congresswoman. Well, she's, congresswoman. She's trying, I think she's trying to be a congresswoman where she's up for re election or something, yeah. Right. Yeah. The fact that she was, you know, behind the um because basically they, they left us all with obviously questions. You know, we're, we're, you know, well we you we find out about Butcher and and now, you know, Ryan, now that now that Becca's gone, you've got, you know, the team kind of going their own separate ways. And then you've got Huey taking up this job with the congresswoman. So how well, do you feel at the end? We got, we got the the obvious question is, is she working for Vought like this whole time? Was she working for Vought this whole time? Or is she working independently, you know, and, and this is the whole reason why whatever her actions uh whatever the reasons for her actions were were personal. Two, um, Obviously, uh, Ryan is going to be some sort of like anti-homelander that the government's going to train, you know. Uh, and then three, some shit's going to happen where Huey's going to like uncover, you know, that she's the one who's been killing the people, and he's going to have to make a choice somehow. Well, you figure Huey's definitely going to be the one that's going to be eventually become wise that something's weird about her. I had that same question about Vault. I mean, it it would be unbelievable i mean unless they do some whole like spy deep deep i mean secret to the point of being ridiculously deep because there's no way that vault would not know who has received compound b yeah so like they have to know she exists you know um so you know so that kind of says that she has to be doing that and it doesn't seem like vault seemed to also be looking for this one like you know what i mean because she seems to be taking out anything that effectively harms them yeah, they took out the the woman that worked for the CIA or FBI, whatever it was. CIA, you know, and then like so it's like she's right. definitely 
helping Vought, <laughs> you know, even though she seems to be against Vought. Yeah. Um, but that seems to be what she's saying versus what she's doing. Um, the, though taking out I the church guy did seem well, because it was it seemed I'm, personal as well as taking out uh, helping Vought. Well, remember, Vault was there. Vault did not want to be blackmailed in any kind of way by that church. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, it could, and, and you're not right. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, it could still be personal, but definitely that favorite Vault again, you know. Right. But uh, right. is there anything else? We'll... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Mike. Yeah. What do we think about uh, Homelander, how he feels about the rest of us? <laughs> <laughs> I could do whatever I want. I could do oh, whatever my God. I want. <laughs> Like, it took the wide shot. I knew what he was doing, but it took the wide shot to me to really believe what I was seeing. Like, he's not. Do- oh, he. Oh, he is. Oh, Mike. Okay. Mike. Mm-hmm. Dude has a nice ass, right? Mm-hmm. He works it out. Yeah. He works it out. <laughs> what is up with you and Ralph? You must be doing asses, bro. Come on. I can appreciate the beauty of a beautiful ass, no matter who's it's on. I, 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 I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Is there anything else we want to talk about besides asses before we go into weed yes. ratings? Yes, like it. If it wasn't because of Homelander's need and desire to to be loved and to be cheered for and and to be appreciated, he would have destroyed everyone in the whole world. He would have killed oh. everybody. Well, yeah, or at least try. Uh, but I did want to bring up one thing, um, and I, I mentioned it uh, very very early on as that. Another thing I wasn't happy about particularly was the solution to season two. It just screamed season one again. It's like, so once again, you keep putting um, Butcher in front of Homelander. And then he has to get basically talked down for some lame reason. Again, I mean, not, you know, of, as like, okay, this is why I'm not going to kill him. And it's like, all right. <laughs> you know, like, this is getting a little old. You guys kind of need to get another resolution to your finales here, you know, with Butcher, because that's 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 not luck anymore. That's now just you know convenient script writing at this point. Yeah, right. Much. All right, okay. So um, let's do it. Let's rename the series. How would you rename the series, The Boys, season two? Ralph, I would call it The Boys. D E M. D E M. D E M. Deus ex machina. Because at the very end, that's just what it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I didn't have anything clever for it because I, I mean, usually I'm like, okay, well, <gasps> this is. Bo- <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say the boy's second verse, same as the first, because, I mean, it's kind of like what Mike said about another series we talked about that what were we talking about weirdness. Mike, do you remember we talked about a series we talked about weirdness and you said that this particular series didn't get too weird and that's what made it good? That it stayed within its own um, um That was uh, Umbrella Academy. Thank you. Okay. And, which and also say like, which also had the same problem of second season repeated the first season, but right, I do right. think that was intentional. Okay. But I, I kinda I, I kinda definitely feel like the boys second um, second verse same as the first. That's what I call it. Okay. Mike. Well, I'll give you two. Quentin oh, Tarantino presents Nazi kicking chin- <laughs> chicks, or a dick around my neck and jizz in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> Love oh, sausage. I was like, that is not the way the character is in the book. But that when you saw that that like tentacle go in and it was strangling <laughs> Mother's milk. 
and he's like, get it off me. Finally, he's just like, what? That was his dick. <laughs> and Frenchie's like, eh, he open-minded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you could All tell right. that dude is not Jewish. Wow. <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> Ratings for The Boys Season 2. Ralph, go first. I give The Boys Season 2 uh, eight crush heads while you fuck Stormfront in the alleyway. Ooh. Out of ten. Out of ten, yes. Sorry. Okay, we gotta make sure. Because Joey the intern, shout out to Joey the intern, has to do those numbers. I want to see his paperwork on all this. Joey, yeah, where's my tea? Still waiting on my tea. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, I'm gonna give um, the boys season two nine bottles of breast milk out of ten. I really enjoyed this this season. It was pretty good. I enjoyed yeah. it. Well, I guess, Mike? you know, she went from Elizabeth Shue to Elizabeth Moo. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love it. Um, I give this, I want to split the difference with you guys. I give it eight and a half Pippi Longstocking with Bite a D out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. That, that brings me back, that brings back childhood memories, but then also kind of like, fucks with those memories because if you think of the actress who played Pippi Longstocking in the Disney right. movie then you're like I don't want to picture her sucking a dick you know, she'd be biting it yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that you can see um, so there you have it The Boys season 2 season 3 so it feels like it's going to be far away but maybe as soon as it comes maybe but it's Kobe got goes. Supernatural star Jansen Eccles in it Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, I'm so glad you said that before yeah. before we go to the geeks on the go. Um, yeah, I forgot that he's playing. Oh, what's the name of the guy? Um, Soldier, uh, Soldier Boy. Boy. Soldier Boy. Yeah. So Soldier it'll be Boy up in this guys, stop! Don't go anywhere. Or at least don't go talk about that song. Geeks on the go is next. Geeks on the go. Now with more DM. <laughs> Wow, okay, that, that was an interesting one. <laughs> yeah. Dos All ex right. machina for everyone. That's right. Dios All ex right, machina everybody. for you. Dios ex machina for you. I'll take one too. While Ralph is handing out Dos ex machinas, um, you know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we make it under a minute here and there. Depends on Ralphie's mood. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> or well, I don't wait for my. It depends on how long the question is. That's well, like there's. I'm gonna okay, tell you so, a secret. <laughs> I feel better about life now. Fuck it. So what? I'm gonna tell you What's a secret. secret. So Mike actually signals me subconsciously. He doesn't know that he's doing it, but he tells <laughs> me when to hold it up and when to actually just let it flow. Wow. That's, um, that's how I. That's how. That's how. That's how he doesn't miss the toilet when he pees. Exactly. <laughs> Wow. On that note, ready, set, go. How can the DC Universe streaming service make it better now that they don't create original shows anymore? Mike. Show MCU films. Wow. (laughs) Ralph. Uh, They could give you your money back. There you go. (laughs) I'm with that. First answer, I like that Ralph said. Um, Which change was worse? The Fantastic Four killing off Johnny Storm or the Fantastic Four getting rid of the thing? Ralph. Um, I I honestly do not know the difference between either one. Wow. Since since I I didn't know what what happened when and what happened what. Okay, Mike. Johnny Storm because his resurrection was lame. Absolutely. And which 80s spooky movie... Could you could benefit most from a reboot? The Lost Boys or Gremlins? Ralph. 
The Lost Boys was with the Haynes boys. The Felt, Corey. A- answer the question. And, and then Gremlins is the one where they don't pour water on them. Why are we asking? Fucking answer the question. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're up again. Come on. How did you know my name? Mike, Mike for 160 episodes. No, I would say 145 episodes Mike would fuck with me. Now you're taking up the load now? What the fuck? I'm telling answer you. The question. He tells me subconsciously to do it. He doesn't realize it. but nothing to do with it. any of this. Yeah, right. Yeah, He's telling like, me. I'm too, I'm too young and beautiful to be involved. You got no, it, whatever. boss. I got, I got the message, boss. I got it. Okay, so answer the question, Ralph. I probably out of, prefer, those? Out, of, out of those two movies, the only one I've seen is Gremlins. So I would say Gremlins then. Okay. All right, uh, Mike. I know you Grem- Mike. Well, Gremlins because the Lost Boys has been remade as every vampire is living in a small town movie you've ever seen. Oh, quick! Really, <laughs> real quick. Yeah. Tell me what the Lost Boys is about. Uh, Corey Hames moves with his mom Diane Weiss to their to her father's home on some smallish uh, Pacific town. Um, <laughs> weird things go on. Oh, she also has an older son too, and I forget that guy's name. Um, yeah. He ends up uh, meeting this group of other angsty teen, like, you know, late teen kids and da 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 Turns out they're vampires. He becomes oh. a vampire. The kids find out about it and they form this, like, vampire killing, like, and I say kids, I'm talking about, like, Corey Haim and Feldman age of, like, what is it? 12. Like, 13, 12, yeah, yeah whatever. 12, 13, yeah. And then, you know, they eventually take out the nest, blah, 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 blah. It's that kind of, but it's a, it's, a, it's a family-ish movie, so it's not gritty, gritty, you know. So, so many white blades. Wow. I was about to say, it, like, it's very family. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know that movie. Mini White Blades? Never heard of it. No, it's like the blade, but smaller. Oh, oh, oh the movie. I'm sorry. The and movie. white. No, because everyone acts better than Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I do believe they all paid their, their taxes. I, was, I think they all paid their taxes. <laughs> hey, listen. All right. Passenger 57 is a okay. classic, all right? <laughs> Always bet on black. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. That so movie is fun, Do though. we have any shout-outs, Jim? Uh, I would like to shout out um, the people who listen. Thank you. We appreciate you. And we hope that everyone is, you know, doing well during this trying time with all the resurgence of, of uh, COVID spots that are popping up everywhere. So hoping everyone is staying safe. Yeah, right. Very nice. Okay. Uh, I'd like to shout out all of our listeners to do a favor. As you're listening to this, just turn around and just tap the person nearby or persons nearby and just say, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening to this in a prison, I just really want the story to how that goes. <laughs> I want the story to how that goes. Okay. Um, I my shout outs. Um, I got a few ones. Um, few ones. What the hell's wrong with me? Um, I have a few of them. That's, a, I, that's episode one seventy five. A few ones. Um, shout out, shout out to Big Joey. Hope everything's good with him. Joe the intern. Um, hey. Shout out to Ruben. Lazy intern. Yeah, la- la- yeah, lazy intern. Shout out to Ruben. He ain't gonna hear this episode, so I might as well shout out Gabe and Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the case, I have a whole list of people who aren't listening. Shit, yeah, right? You know. Um, shout out to Tinkerbell. Um, happy belated birthday, Tinkerbell. Um, turn. I'm not gonna say what age because she'll chop me in the throat. Um, <laughs> she turned young today. 
Yeah, no, not today. This week. I mean, okay. from from last time to this. Time. Well, happy yeah. birthday, Tinkerbell. Happy That's birthday. Right. And um, shout out to Team Tiff. I'm interested to see if Team Tiff heard this podcast. If you do, you mean, you mean made it this far? <laughs> wow, I would have turned it off. <laughs> You're so harsh, Mike. After the first cut, they would just be like, "Nope, <laughs> click." <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh man. Well, I'll just say this: it's um, and just shout out to everybody just trying to do the right thing. Hopefully, by the time we get to November, we'll have a new president and we will not have a vaccine, so people won't be rushing out there trying to have one. Yeah, we'll see. I'm storing yeah. I'm storing up on my black uh, my uh, ultraviolet lights and injectable cleansers now. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I, I have a stockpile of hazmat suits if you want one. Oh, thanks. That's go. for your cosplay or for your marital play? Yes. If, As I thought. <laughs> well, um, well, I'll say this. If, if it's for his marital play, the only marital play that you have is imagining that you're happy. So for <laughs> MFG, <laughs> finance guy, and RT Square Robin Tech, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky. Oh, fire. Let's go. Get the fire extinguisher. Uh-huh.